Welcome back to another episode of Secondhand News with JD and Emma. Uh, <clears throat> this first, I want to do a lot of headlines. This first headline really jumped out at me. Um, here it is. Dr. Oz apparently considers himself something of a piece of Malier. What? When? Upon further <laughs> investigation on Jimmy Kimmel in like 2009, he was on oh. Jimmy Kimmel. And he tried telling Kimmel how people with diabetes, their wine, their pee tastes like cherry wine. That is so specific. He goes, well, what are you talking about? How would you know? He goes, well, I'm a doctor. We all had to try it in order to become a doctor. We had to test different illnesses with different urines. And then every doctor tweeted, that's not what happens. Oh, my we God. don't do that in med school. We don't know what he's talking about, but we don't test and drink our own pee out of a study for, yeah. Well, I mean, diabetes does do something to your pee, doesn't it? I mean, so does eating um, asparagus, but I'm not that's, gonna go test it. That's very it. true. <laughs> ew, ew. <laughs> and this is a guy who wants to be a senator, like, and he's like proud of this. Yeah, he also killed dogs and like says it's okay to fuck your cousins or something. Yeah, it's. Uh, so that's how I wanted to start out. So uh, well, we're off to a real good start over here. <laughs> But it's from 2009. The interview has surfaced. It's tweeted all over the place. I'm sure you can just find it by Google and Oz drinks his own pee. Um, Fucking whoop. weird, dude. He is so crazy. Yeah, plenty of doctors have refuted. Oh, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> John Fetterman posted the story. His person he's running against, John Fetterman. John mm-hmm. Fetterman tweeted it out, and he wrote, look at the GOP candidate. I love Fetterman. He is so fun. I love his uh, I love his Twitter. That's hilarious. Yeah, and GOP <laughs> was P-E-E, obviously. On TikTok, Fetterman, um, TikTok and Twitter, all Fetterman does is just, like, troll Oz, and it's hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, I also... So this headline that kind of jumped out, um, but this group thinks Jesus needs better PR. So you probably haven't seen it, but I have. Yeah, I have. When watching sporting events, especially, I'll see a ton of ads during it that's like showing gangbangers and showing people doing drugs, showing homeless people, and it's like Jesus loves everybody and he cares. It's like. And then turns out I read all about that and it's a hundred million dollar effort launched this year, blanketing cities and the web aiming to redeem Jesus's brand from the damage done by his followers. Billboards with messages like Jesus lets his hair down too and Jesus went all in too have been posted in major cities like New York City and Vegas. The ads feature in black and white online videos about Jesus as a rebel and an activist and a, and a host at dinner parties. And <laughs> a host, a host the, at dinner parties? It's, it's called the He Gets Us gam- campaign. Gets and it's funded by Christian Foundational Group in Kansas. And it's all like a big media blitz 
for their big grand finale for the Super Bowl commercial. Oh my god! But and it's a hundred million dollars worth of a, 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 effort towards this. Yeah, like that money could be going to saving Connie's brand. That they're not helping their cause. They're with with, with Jesus. They're not helping their cause here. Spending a hundred million dollars on that. On ads to show that Jesus is relevant. Oh my God, these people! Well, I'm all for like believing in whatever you want to believe. Whatever gets you through the day. Yeah, but like, as long as it's not hurting anybody. But a hundred million dollars to shove Jesus down everybody's fucking throat, and and you're like, I'm trying to rebrand Jesus to make. Because of well, what speak of one of his followers. Speaking of one of his followers, Kanye is doing damage. That's I think that's their I think that's their thing. Like, and they're showing these ads during football games, baseball games, mm-hmm. sporting events that are people a lot like me that are just watching your favorite team or whatever, and I'm being pummeled with these ads. But at the same time, like I see why they're doing it because you have people out there like Kanye. Who was like, I'm bigger than Jesus. I am Jesus. Call me ye because it's kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he want, like Jesus Walks is literally one of his biggest songs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's gotten so bad for him that Trump even was publicly stating the other day that Kanye is acting a little crazy. Like, he's but they're both tweeting anti-Semitic shit. Too crazy is what. No, but they're different. Trump doesn't understand how it's different, how it's the same. That's the oh, thing is that's, it that's it is the same, but he doesn't understand how one thing he's doing is being done. He doesn't see that. He doesn't look at things in that kind of scope. I don't think. No, I think I think you're right about that. He's doing the same shit, but he's like because I'm doing it, it's different. Yeah, I'm allowed to do this. I have carte blanche to do this. I, I was president. I'm allowed to do whatever I want. I <laughs> think he has like a like pres- presidential privilege. When it comes to the He acts like he has diplomatic immunity. (laughs) He's like, like, you're you're so weird. Trump just needs to realize that he's irrelevant. Did you hear Deutsche Bank got raided? No. Yeah, Deutsche Bank got raided in uh, Germany by 100 federal agents uh, yesterday. You know why? I know. I didn't look at that much into it. I actually just... Well, I was on TikTok following... Um, if anybody listens to this and uh, likes this type of stuff, follow Tom Powell Jr. on uh, TikTok. He's my favorite. He was actually just on live with another TikToker I follow, Muscles and Nursing. And Muscles is always posting, like, breaking news shit. And but, so I went online and I did confirm that it happened. And he said that George Brink just got raided. Um, it, look, I found it online saying seven hours ago. Um, but we are in like a completely different time zone. So, yeah. but yeah, that happened. I, but I, that's all I know. So that's kind of exciting. <laughs> I well, think you know what else is exciting is the Justice Department seeks jail time for Bannon. So, man. So, you know how like Steve Bannon wouldn't like, he kept pleading the fifth? Yeah. Okay. Well, since he pleaded the fifth the entire time, he's being held in contempt of the court. And he has to do at least six months in jail. Oh, shit. That's amazing. I'm so happy at least someone is getting jail time for something. 
I know it, it needs to like start a pro- need to like start where you know this needs to snowball into other things now like Trump doing some time too. Well, I think what they're probably doing is they're waiting till after the midterms are um, are passed, and I think that they're probably doing that. And I've kind of heard this and read this from a few different places, but they're probably doing that so that it doesn't seem like they're interfering with the midterms. They don't want it. They don't want. They don't want to be overlooked because there's so much else to look at right now. Mm-hmm. It's so important that you know you keep the house during these midterms. So to to distract everybody is not going to do that. To keep people like Oz out of leadership, we Mm -hmm. have to put our energy into focus into keeping people like Mehmet Oz out of it, as opposed to maybe they can't pay attention and help out as much if they're too wrapped up in in the trial. Right. No, that makes that makes sense to me. And I think like um. Like the guy here in Massachusetts that's running for governor, uh, Deal, Jeff Deal, he's he's a huge Trump humper, a, a huge fucking Trump humper. And but oh, I hate this, and I actually do want to get back to Kanye in a minute. But I hate the fact, and I will put this on record. I hate the fact that their debate, Jeff Deal and Mara Healy. I I, I appreciate the fact that the debate was very civil. It didn't get any like too argumentative or anything like that. But Jeff Deal, when I look back on the debate, seemed like such more of a person than Mara Healy. And that's what people are looking for. They want to like actually relate and be able to like look at their governor and be like, they understand me. And I will never vote for Jeff Deal ever in my entire life. Never, never, never. But I also think that Mara Healy is so used to being the attorney general and it's kind of a little bit too comfortable within that role and within that like type of personality where like, anyway, anyway, sorry about that. But we, we can't let Jeff Deal win in Massachusetts, just saying. And I'm kind of a little bit scared. We um, can't let Kanye win anything either. No, no, we can't let Kanye win anything. And uh, he's, he's what, buying parlor? He's trying to, He's but trying they're to trying power. to, they're, well, he doesn't realize how bankrupt of a platform that is. I kind of forgot that Parler even existed. I'm going to be honest with you. I think everybody did once they started following Truth Social. Mm-hmm. But Parler is the one, well, Truth Social also did, but during January 6th, Parler was really looked over. I thought Kick was. Was oh, it Kick, Kick was or? too? I thought so. I thought that's how they were communicating through Kick or what's what's up or which chat uh-huh. or whatever the fuck it is. I thought they were using um what's that other one that's really big now what, that WhatsApp? Like, not WhatsApp, but the different messaging board. But you can like delete the entire conversation. Like one person can delete the entire Reddit? conversation. No, it's it's an actual it's it's not a messaging board though. It, it's a texting thing. Oh, what the fuck is it called? Well the ones I know over oh. Kick and WhatsApp. They're the ones that are like kind of like or Snapchat. It was not any of like those ones. This one is more like encrypted. Oh, okay. I think it so was it's called. more even more shadier back. You know what you know what I read that shady is um what? I found this cyborg cyborg cockroaches are coming. 
and they just want to help is the is the headline there cyborg co- cockroaches are coming do you know what do you think like what do you think this story is about before i even get into it okay so cyborg cockroaches and they want to help do they want to kill off the non-cyborg cockroaches are you they nice th- you cockroaches would, you would think they are actually so they're they're basically taking cockroaches and making them into a cyborg, making them into a machine so that they can see, look for te- dead bodies underneath rubble. So okay. say, you know, that, that apartment complex, you know, that, that crumbled down in Florida yeah. and took them forever to get through all the rubble to see if there's any living bodies underneath of it. They're saying that these little cockroaches would be able to go through and do a quicker sweep for any kind of signs of life. Well, so, like, do they not want to use dogs anymore? Well, dogs still couldn't get through everything. So, and they mm-hmm. were trying to use robots. But oh, it, really? Yeah, like bird looking robots, like robots okay. that had like wings. You know what I, I mean? Real. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, like, like a a paper airplane imagine Mm -hmm. a paper airplane that's what they but for some reason i guess the cockroaches can get even smaller because there's no like wingspan they put little fake wings on them yeah i need to look this up i i have never heard of that before um speaking of cockroaches alex jones uh, has to pay 965 million dollars to the families uh and um, His kids, 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 kids are going to be filing bankruptcy to avoid. Seriously. And, and like, I don't even think he can file bankruptcy and get that taken off because they did um punitive damages. Is that what it's called? So he's just fucking stuck with that shit. And he fucking deserves it. Every he bit of it. it. Every bit of it. And um, uh, Kanye is now being sued by George Floyd's family. Yep. Which he should be. Yeah, for how much is it? Two hundred fifty million, I think it is. Something like that, yeah. Which yep. he should be. That's it's absolutely disgusting. What Kanye is uh Speaking of, you're letting me just like go right into all these headlines, like such is such fluidity. It's amazing yeah. because speaking of talent and having to um, remove that talent from their lives. They're going to have to go a couple years in the South Korean Armed Forces. BTS? I know. I I was listening to a radio station earlier today. Butcher the shit out of this. And I was like, if you just don't understand BTS, don't talk about BTS. Because, like, you got fucking weirdos like me. Armies aren't weirdos. Some of us are. Some of us are way too extreme. But... Listen to it. It's just like it's so painful. Just don't talk about it if you just don't understand it. <laughs> I don't understand it. So I'm, but I knew you would. Oh, so, but that article was BTS members will serve in South Korea's military. It's kind of self-explanatory. And they decided it all on their own because South Korea was dicking them around for the past two years. Because they were like, it? yeah, they well they were thinking about not making them do their military service because of how much revenue they bring into South Korea. And they, they put on a free concert and like 40 million people just streamed it. 
but they did a whole concert in South Korea in Busan. Um, I don't know how many people showed up, but 40 million just streamed it itself. And so but then South Korea was just like, hey, public, should BTS go to the military? Which caused chaos. And so they're like, okay, sorry, we asked you guys if they should go. And then BTS was like, we're sick of this shit. We're just going to go. <laughs> so that's why all the army, like us fans are like totally respectful of it. Cause we're just like, they actually made that decision themselves. <laughs> okay. So they weren't being forced into it. No, Jin, the oldest Jin was actually supposed to go into the military last year. Cause he hit 30. Um, but they gave him a one-year exemption from it because I think they started touring again or something. Um, and then all of this started, like, happening of them being like, should they go into the military? But then they were just like, guys, just we're just going to fucking do it. Just shut up. So they're probably going to be back around 2025. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for that update. That's why I knew you would have that answer. So I didn't read too much into that once I saw yeah. that. Don't worry. I um, got you. Don't worry. I got you on this next one. Perfect. Um, does cocaine suck now? Oh, tell me. Tell me about it. <laughs> it's a Vice story. Um, and I trust Vice on this kind of reporting because they do. Mm-hmm. They're not just like talking to a drug addict. being like, hey, man, how's your how's your coke doing? Uh, it sucks. They have a great oh, okay. channel. Vice? Yeah. Yeah. So, they, you know, they, they know street dealers that they're cool with. Mm-hmm. They have people in the cartels down in Mexico that they can, as contacts, talk to. Oh, yeah. Just look up there. If you do look up, like, wherever this thing, like, look up their YouTube channel. They have amazing documentaries yeah. on there of, like, being right in the middle of the cartel and, like, following them around and shit like that. It's really cool. Well, and that's what they're saying is that, like, the cartels are like, listen, we're not the ones diluting the cocaine. We're giving it to them at this, at this level quality. Mm-hmm. The street dealers are the one that are cutting it with fentanyl. Yeah. And because they're like, it's forbidden down in Mexico to use fentanyl in their cocaine. Like, it's it's so forbidden. So okay. they don't do it. And, mm-hmm. and I believe that they don't. If they're, why would they have a, they don't have a reason to lie. They're, it's not like they were going to get arrested by anybody who's vice. Right. <laughs> I know, like. <laughs> Vice isn't going to go tattle on them or anything it's like that. They nerdy, would lose everything. It's some nerdy reporter that just always wanted to be, like, in people that report for Vice and go to, like, the guy who went that, went out there to talk to um, the Kabul when that happened, when mm-hmm. they took, and the guy from Vice went there to go talk to the Taliban. Mm-hmm. The Taliban wasn't letting ABC News in. They weren't letting NB, but they were letting Vice in, right? Because they know Vice. They have that relationship. They they have well, they have that mutual respect that they know what you're going to report on. Mm -hmm. I think. No, yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, and it's Vice isn't going to risk fucking that up when they get that inside information. So they're like, okay, you guys want to like do some crazy shit in front of us? (laughs) Okay, you really got to send somebody with some thick skin going in there, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that it wouldn't be. And usually it's only the camera person and one other person if there's yeah. three total. Yeah, it's like never more than three, and three is like a lot. That's like hardcore max, I feel yeah. like. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, that was the other one with Kanye giving to the homeless people. <laughs> I mean, I, that that it's it's that's kind of like I would like for homeless people to have free clothing. Um, if if white lives matter is the free clothing that will keep them warm within these winter months. Just t-shirts. Yeah, he he has enough money to give them at least fucking sweatshirts. Come on, Kanye. At least make sweatshirts and give it to the homeless. Like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, honestly. Uh, those are all the headlines. <laughs> those are all the headlines I have for this week. I had a bunch of headlines, and then I whittled them down because there were so many. And that's what I came across as my best of of the week. Well, that's ten times better than mine because I didn't have any. <laughs> like funny headlines. We don't have to do a full hour every time. I do have the <laughs> hockey game. I just needed to tell you some of those headlines. Oh yeah, your hockey game is on tonight. And baseball. I'm gonna oh, be. Oh, you busy. cover baseball too. Yeah. Yes, I do. I'm I feel like. I could never get into baseball. I, when I was younger, my mother used to follow baseball. It's a really stat-driven game. There's so many stats <clears throat> and numbers. Um, I I have liked baseball since I was three. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, a little kid. Like, I was playing t-ball at four years old. Oh, I played t-ball. And then yeah. I played until I was, like, 17. And oh. so, yeah. And I loved playing baseball. It was my favorite sport to play because you don't have to get hit, like, in football or hockey. You don't, like, necessarily get completely tackled. Yeah. So I really enjoyed baseball. But I knew that there was a certain ceiling that I was hitting in baseball as opposed to other. I, I knew that I wasn't going to go pro playing oh, baseball. Oh. Okay. Well, it's one of those things that you kind of have to have that conversation with yourself at one point yeah. in your life. Like, am I good enough to keep compete? With some of these people, like, the town I grew up in, like, breeded baseball players. Oh, really? Like, all these people from the late 70s were having kids now all at the same time in the late 80s. And all those kids were great at baseball, like their parents. <laughs> like, runs in the family. <laughs> yeah. And there's there's a bunch of, like, cent- but yeah, I mean, we have produced a bunch of pro baseball players from our high school. I mean, even one that went out for – he could have went pro in baseball or football, and he chose football over baseball. But either way, he would have been in the majors, whether it was baseball or football. And he's still an NFL quarterback to this day. Oh, really? Yeah. He oh, was cool. – um, Joe Flacco. He was the Ravens quarterback for a while. But he was my quarterback in high school. Oh, shit. That's pretty cool. So, but I mean, that's like the kind of talent that I was trying to compete with. There, there was no competition. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I was a nerd about sports when it came to like statistics, but not when <laughs> it like came. Like the math of it all. <laughs> no, it's the truth. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. And still to this day, that's exactly what it is. Whenever I'm watching baseball, I'm like breaking down like whoever gets hits, mm-hmm. all the whole entire thing. I was that kid that like had a score scorecard and was like keep it score in my you know my thing i was but never yeah. into sports i was like, i well i did i did t-ball i did baseball i did lacrosse briefly 
Um, we didn't we didn't have a family dinner in our house for like my entire childhood because either I had a practice or I had a game or my brother had practice, my brother had a game mm-hmm. or my sister had practice or she had a recital, you know, cuz she did dance and cheerleading and gymnastics. My brother did football, basketball and baseball. I did football, hockey and baseball. Like we were all playing sports all year round. <laughs> I did I did dance. Um I did tap jazz and ballet for I think up until like middle school and then I did band mostly. I think I well, I focused mostly on that. What that what instrument? Like, I started out at um playing the flute. <laughs> I suck I I the flute, it's beautiful sounding. It's just not my cup of tea to play. Um, and then when I got into high school, I think it was my sophomore year, there was like 30 flutes and two French horns. And so they were like, for the love of God, somebody give up the flute or the saxophone and play the French horn. And nobody's giving up the saxophone. Everybody loved and begged. People were on a wait list to play the saxophone. It really? was It was weird. It was so weird. But so I was like, well, I hate the flute, so I'll play the French horn. Two completely different fucking things. And, like, the French horn is so Was unique. it blue? It was not blue. But you know what? One day I will have a blue French horn, even if it is fake. And I will try to steal it. There it is. There's the How <laughs> I Met Your Mother reference. I was waiting for it. I'll try to steal it, but I can't guarantee if I have to go all the way to New York City to try to find a fucking blue French horn to steal. I will one day. For those who don't know, it's a pivotal part in How I Met Your Mother. And Mm -hmm. basically, the whole story is How I Met Robin. Okay. We got to do this. Are we going to do this? We have to talk about How I Met Your Mother. We're going to do this? Yes. To this day. To this day. Uh I will not watch the last season. Even though Barney. No. And this is going to be spoiler. Well, if you haven't seen the ending of How I Met Your Mother by now. Just get over it. Spoiler alerts are long gone. Uh, Robin and Barney were perfect. They should have stayed together. There was no goddamn reason that I can think of that they should have gotten a divorce. They were perfect. They were meant to be. I don't think Barney should have ever had a child. But if he did have that child, I feel like Robin should have stayed like in the picture. And you know what? It was 10 years of Ted learning life lessons from Robin for him just to get with Robin. And it infuriates me because I don't know. It just it shouldn't no, have that. No, it, they did it so well though. They did it no, they so didn't. well. Yes, they it, did. You have to watch the last season again. I've watched that season plenty of times because how I met your mother was my comfort show through all of my breakups. And I've been through quite a few. So I've watched all of the seasons of how I met your mother. Watch it through my eyes. Watch it through. So, what I'm trying to say is the story is called How I Met Your Mother. But at the end of the day, he was looking for permission from his kids to date somebody new. He had, he was building up, telling the story so that they would give him permission to see Robin because that's not a conversation that. As Ted, he would never walk in and be like, hey, kids, I'm going to go bang out Robin. Well, he's already so, done 
so he sits them down and tells them how he meets their mother in one long story. And by the end of it, they know more about their dad. At the same time, they give him permission to go after Robin. They already loved her as an aunt. She never had to be a mom to them. And he got to raise those kids with the mother before she passed away. I still, because I, I love Ted and her. I love Ted and Tracy. The Ted and Tracy episodes Ted in Tracy. season, they were so good in season nine. Mm-hmm. When the episodes, when you show them together and they're telling each other stories, they're like, wait, do we know each other's stories? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, high five. We we officially know each other's stories. Like everything. We officially know everything. So, like, and I, and that Tracy Millie, her name is Tracy Milliotti in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, Christina, Christina Milliotti is her name in real life. The girl who plays the mother. She um, is from my area, actually. Like, she grew up in a town, like, five minutes from where I grew up. Oh, really? <clears throat> um, and it's so funny. Whenever I see her pop up in something, I'm like, the mother. <laughs> Every the single mother. time. She I'm was probably gonna watch that show. Like I'm gonna start rewatching it tonight, actually, should. because it's either during like a breakup or like when fall starts happening. I don't know why. Maybe something subconscious. But I'm like, I need to watch How I Met Your Mother. But I think it's because I love their like winter and Christmas episodes and like Dang. around this time. I'm like, yeah, I want to watch those. I just love them. They're so good. But and I the music that. and the music. So that show is just, have you seen Friends? You like Friends, right? I've seen the play of Friends on Broadway before. Yes, I like Friends. That was such a dumb question. Now, do you see, like, people either liking Friends or How I Met Your Mother? Because you like both, but, like, do you you see? I think if you like one, you like the other. Because I've tried Friends, and I can't get into it. But I love How I Met Your Mother. There are two different kind of friendships. One friendship is based around a coffee shop. The other one's based around the bar. True. Very true. They spend a lot of time in the the same. Characters, though. Well, it was also a decade in between characters. So, like, Mm -hmm. you you weren't when Friends was big on TV. Like, you weren't ever watching Friends. You're now their age. It's so weird to think about. <laughs> so watch it now with your age. Maybe you have some more wisdom in you. And then you'll see things differently with friends. That's because, but I think watching it now would be different than watching it 10 years ago. What, the one thing, friends on? Um, HBO Max. It's on HBO Max. Fucking suck it up that mind. Just get HBO Max. I actually might have it. It's one of my favorite apps. That and Peacock. I love Peacock. I love Peacock. Peacock is so good. I go, I go, I've been on there ever since um, it started because I love the show Psych. Oh, yeah, yeah. You ever watch Psych? No. I have like five tattoos that are like Psych related. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think you're telling me about that. But one of them is a pineapple, though, which means multiple things. Well, how I met your mother, pineapple? Yeah. That's the one I know. Yep. Yeah, that's and one well, psych. They have a they have a pineapple in every episode of Psych. I can. Oh really? Yep. 
Well, I didn't know that. That's actually kind of a fun little like. What do they call those Easter, little Easter egg. eggs? Easter eggs. Yeah, did I they, mean, watch Friends. Your mother. Sorry, go ahead. No, watch Friends. It does. It's almost like. Have you ever watched um, um, career um, happy endings? No. Happy endings is like How I Met Your Mother, but in Chicago. Happy endings. It's like How I Met Your Mother, but it's like it's taking place in Chicago instead of New York. Besides that, it's based around a group of friends. Two of them are siblings. So it's really similar. Except oh for my God, that reminds girls. me of like It's Always Sunny. <laughs> well, I, I think it's a mixture of New Girl and How I Met Your Mother is Happy Endings. Okay. Hot take here. Okay. New Girl I is did awesome. not. I hated it hated new girl i did not like new girl at all i tried i tried so hard to get into new girl but she doesn't change the entire show she stays the exact same person there's There's no no character character development development. at all with her there's nothing it 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 bothers me you gotta give her you gotta give her something you know but they don't she just stays her Like, yes. everybody around you is growing and learning things and developing Even these Nick. relationships. So you did, so you have watched it. You just didn't like watching it? You... I So my, I originally started watching it with my brother. And then I, I came home after watching it at his apartment. And I came home and I just continued watching it. Because I was like, I really like Zoe Dashnell. I gotta like this show. I didn't. I didn't, and I. It's one of those shows where I'm just like, I got through it, and I will never watch it again. <laughs> okay. Never. That's fair. And it's only, it's seriously only because some of the writing I feel like got weird, but it, it really is like she, I can't stand the lack of character development with her because everybody around her. Is, I've is, never noticed that before. I mean, I I fully believe you that it happened. I just something I never picked up on before. And I've never really, but I think that's one of the reasons why. Well, you're I absolutely like, right, though. Like me thinking back to that show in retrospect, you're absolutely right. There was not much character development with her. No, and it's just like I feel like I'm just watching the same story over and over again when it comes. They showed to her, her like the show. Yeah, they showed her getting like accolades at her job and getting mm-hmm. promoted, but they didn't actually show her changing at all. Right. She just is going up career-wise, which is fine. Great. Awesome. But, like, be a better person, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's or like true. Just be different. And in a sense, it could be anything. Happy but- Endings is so funny. It's only three seasons. It And the reason... And actually, that's why Coach left. You know how Coach leaves New, new Girl? He's gone for, like, a few seasons. Oh, shit, Yeah. Okay, well, the reason he left is because he did another show called Happy Endings. Oh, okay. And they both came out at the same time. New Girl and Happy Endings both got picked. The thing that happened with Happy Endings happens to a bunch of shows where it's a good show, but it's on the wrong night of the week. It They, they've, they change nights. People can't keep track of it, and they lose mm-hmm. interest in it. So... It got much better once it was like on demand, available to watch in one sitting. I think that's on Netflix. It's on. Okay, I'll I'll check that out. You know what? Um, what show 
got one season and should have gotten at least one more season. Freaks and Geeks? Yes! Yes! Hell, yes! Freaks. I don't know who in their fucking mind would cancel Freaks and Geeks after one season. But that was, I, it was mm. the epitome of wrong night, wrong time again. Is it that? Yeah, it was that. It's 100%. It's oh, like factual because was so good. people like myself who had like I lo- I was 14 when Freaks and Geeks was on TV. Mm-hmm. I was like 14, 15 years old, like the same age as these kids. And like Seth Rogen and James Franco, like. Oh, I watched it on, on Netflix. Oh, my gosh. I think I first watched it when I was like 18. Um, somebody showed it to me on Netflix, and I was like, that's also one of my comfort shows, too. Freaks and Geeks, but, like, it just sucks because it's I knew where season. you were going with it right away. Oh. I, knew, I knew you were going to say it. Oh, they could have done so much with that show. They had and by the past. Well, and by the time they all got famous, they couldn't really go back to the show. Exactly. Exactly. But, oh, that cast was so good, and they all played their characters so well. They did. They did okay with their their follow up to that was um um accept, accepted. Oh, I don't know. That was the name of another show that came on after that. Where no, not accepted. That's that movie. Accepted. Oh, isn't that about like the college that they like that fake college that they make out of that building? That movie, was yeah. that from like the early two thousands or something? That was mid. That was mid two thousands. That was. That was that movie was Jonah Hill was in it and yeah. he wasn't really Jonah Hill yet he, you know this was right around the time Superbad came out yeah Michael Sarah was like coming yeah. out of well, he was in a show Michael Sarah was in a show Arrested right? Development he was in Arrested Development which which people knew him from Huge and then he got co-following yep. yeah yeah and then they did they reboot that too I haven't watched again it that up. show la- landed on that kind of the problem happens is okay friends was on nbc every week at nine o'clock and when you tuned in the nbc at nine o'clock you knew you were going to watch friends mm-hmm. at nine thirty, you knew you were going to watch seinfeld you know it's that kind of thing mm-hmm. um and then and that's totally relevant because those shows were on in the late 90s in the mid to late 90s um and friends never changed time and day it was always thursday night must see tv Everybody just knew. Knew. And then all of a sudden, if you get into Freaks and Geeks and you're watching it on Tuesday night, every Tuesday, and then January rolls around and you've been watching Freaks and Geeks every Tuesday, and all of a sudden they come back from the break and they're on Wednesdays at 8, mm-hmm. and you completely miss three episodes, and then you say, fuck that show, I'm not going to watch it anymore. I and back missed- then, you couldn't just like stream it either. It's like you kind of just have to wait until you get the episode again. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what was happening to a lot of shows. They they would they would like crumble it. They they would be held up to like you would defend you would depend on the fans to find the show. But the problem is they're showing you other things in its place and literally phasing them out in front of you. Right. So yeah, that's what happened with Freaks and Geeks, and that's what happened to Happy Endings. So Happy Endings is only three seasons. But it's an amazing three seasons. It's hilarious three seasons. Like, every episode is so funny. I'm excited to watch it. I just, like, I know I'm going to get into my, like, How I Met Your Mother era. 
Cause I'm gonna like right after this. I know it. I'm in my I'm in my mood. I know I'm gonna make some popcorn. I'm gonna put on season one, episode one of How I Met Your Mother, and I'm just gonna blow through that while I'm on vacation. I get through that show in like two days. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I have no, and you're also gonna you can text me fun things from How I Met Your Mother as you see them because. Did they ever find out about the pineapple thing? In the show. No. No, they never explain the they never, they never even answer it again or come back to it. I thought that they did. I thought that there was like a like a secret thing that I just never like looked into. Look where for they it this it. time. I don't think that they did. I the girl came back eventually that because it was the girl from um Wonder Years. The girl mm-hmm. that the girl that he was in bed with that night mm-hmm. wasn't Robin. Remember, they all thought it was Robin? Yeah. And Marshall was the one obsessed with the pineapple. No one else cared about the pineapple except for Marshall. He plays Marshall so good. You know what's disappointing to find out is that they don't kiss on the show, and it's because Because he smokes her. too much cigarettes. And when someone, like, I didn't remember that they didn't, like, show them kissing. They were so loving towards each other that when someone tells you that they they only kiss a handful of times in the show you're like nah and then i watch it again i'm like son of a bitch you're not kissing oh my god okay i have to write this down to like remember to like look out for that i i i think it's only like three maybe five times tops that they kiss on the lips okay i'm gonna count it like they show barney making out with a new girl every week and he's gay (laughs) (laughs) that is so true and you know what it's didn't he come out while he was on how i met your mother i think he was just already out though oh really yeah i think he was i mean i could be wrong but i I can't remember when he came out to be honest with you i can't pinpoint it i got into how i met your mother like four seasons in it was like the fourth or fifth season when I first got into it, and then I binge watched all four or five seasons, and then I got caught up. I forget where I started. I think I started with me. With me, I always it was, watched it. It wasn't with you. I always had it on when we would hang out. Yeah. We, no. Yeah, but it wasn't with you. Okay. It was. Um. It wasn't with you where I first watched it. I can believe that, but we definitely watched it. Oh, yeah, you and I definitely watched it together. Yeah. Um, but I forget, like, where I... I want to say I started at, like, season three. And I remember I went back to season one, and I was like, none of this makes any fucking sense. <laughs> and I was like, I had to get through a whole breakup between Lily and Marshall, which, like, broke my heart. So I'm like, okay, hey, well, there's ten seasons of this shit, so <laughs> they must have been together. My heart shattered, though. Just saying, the first time I watched that. When they, I mean, I think it broke up even Marshall. That's why I kept crying that entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go back and see how many. Um, so I'm going to go back and I'm going to see how many times Marshall and Lily kiss. Less than five. The over-under is five. I'm saying it's an under five. So you're saying under five. On uh, the lips. On the lips. Under five. On lips. I'm gonna put that JD. It might even be under three, to be honest with you. But I'm. Well, I, I'm gonna do under four. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and that then, one is that will say under three and under. Wait, no, you already. I already put under five. Fine. Wait. I really think. So under four. We'll see. I think it's three to five times that they actually kiss on the lips. Did Did you see that somewhere? No. Because I feel like you would know, and I'm just like going into this blindly. No. Um. I am sure I read it somewhere, but it's nothing that I can remember off the top of my head to be like, I can't show my work. I can't cite where I've I mm. heard this from. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's just one of those things that I heard it and then I watched the show over again and I only remember seeing them kiss me personally three to five times. That's so interesting. And I remember reading somewhere where it said like they didn't kiss because he smoked too much. But I love watching. Have you ever watched the like bloopers of those of that show? Yeah, oh yeah, funniest shit ever. That yeah. and um, it's always sunny. How some of the, but it's always sunny has a lot of improv. Because all they're doing is fucking around anyway. I love, 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 love. It's always sunny. I you think that's that one of the best shows that's ever been made. You know <laughs> that I can recall where I was and what happened when I first discovered. Um, um, it's always sunny and I remember the first episode that I watched that caught my attention mm-hmm. to where I was like I gotta rewatch all of this it was season four and it was who pooped the bed <laughs> that was the first episode I ever saw and I was like oh my god what did I just watch this show is the best thing ever immediately went to blockbuster that's how old that sentence was immediately oh went to blockbuster and I bought the first three seasons on DVD Came home and got hooked. My first, the first episode I ever saw was uh, the Jersey Shore episode. That's a great episode. It I is used... such a good episode. That's and where then... I grew up going. You've been. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. Um, so it was the Jersey Shore episode, and then oh, what was? Oh, and then right after I saw the one, um, with the the tennis players, the really like rich. People, I think D and when they the pool, hit them with the car. The pool. Oh, okay. I was thinking of when D and Dennis are trying to go to the like the pool membership only pool. Oh, and that one's not the, one, free, not the free public pool. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and then uh, they get the other ones get stuck in the in the empty pool. In the empty right? pool. Yeah. Yeah, and this then one. they order pizza to the guy, and the guy just like throws the thing down there. I like um. Uh, well, I forget what the episode's called, but like I think Dee gets like a new car, and it's her and Dennis. And, and they, they go on the road these... trip. No, they hit these two really rich people because like their dad owns like a, a company, and they invite them to like their mansion, and they play tennis. And like the guy really doesn't like Dee, but the girl really likes Dennis. I'm blanking on that one. Uh, I need to figure out which episode is. They, I, I feel like the, the family owns like a toilet paper company or something like that. It might have been one of the newer ones that I haven't seen yet. Oh, no. This one's an old no. one. Yeah. Those then, ones, the newer ones are funny. But I like the older ones better. I just feel like they felt like they could do a lot more things, even though I know some of their episodes got taken off there because one of my fi- – one of my favorite episodes, and I don't like it because of this reason, they took off the air because D went, they fucking went blackface like a bunch of idiots. But it's when they did the, when they were dumping people. No, not lethal weapon. They okay. were dumping, they were trash men. 
the the trashman went on um on strike. Oh it, right. They got yeah. like a limo. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's my favorite episode. My favorite. Oh, and D was going to be like the surrogate. No. Well, D. Wasn't wasn't she going to be the surrogate and carry the baby? Oh, so that's a whole completely different. That's a different. Ep- yeah, but that that I think she did that twice. Where Probably. she was actually <laughs> pregnant with her with her own kid with um Rob Oh McElhenney. Yeah, with with their kid. And so they acted like she was just a surrogate for the money. But it was she was actually pregnant with their kid. Yeah. And they he also gets fat during that season out of solidarity. Yeah. And they <laughs> I love I was, was like fat so Mac one year it. for how I was fat Mac for Halloween one year. I just got like the idiot shirt that he always wore, the gray idiot shirt. And I just wore that to the bar. You're like, who are you? I'm like, Fat Mac. Right. <laughs> I love that he did that. And I love that she was like, fucking go for it. And I, I love how they how they kept the reason why he got fat for like the entire season. And then he's like, this is my decoy. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? This is my decoy. Um, like, what, what happened to you guys? It was so funny. That now they have their podcast now too, and it's kind of reinvigorating the show because their podcast it. it's those it's those three. It's Charlie, Dennis, and Mac. They do a podcast together where they break down episodes of the show. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, what's it called? At the Always Sunny Podcast. The Always Sunny Podcast. Yeah, and it is I've seen a bunch of I haven't watched it, but I've seen all the clips because I follow their Instagram and shit. And it's so funny. They're they're amazing. I also like love uh, Charlie Day. He is him so- and McPoyle used to be roommates in college. That's how they he got him. Oh really? Yeah. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, Jimmy Simpson. He's from this area that I live in now. Actually, he's originally from this area though. Yeah, they got everybody, huh? <laughs> you know, I read a lot. That's true. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go watch my hockey game. I'm Thank go you for signing on early and getting this done. And okay. yes, How I Met Your Mother. Be prepared if you're following us for a lot more How I Met Your Mother talk. If you're getting into it now and we start talking about it, it can definitely <laughs> take over a conversation. Just wait until next week, where I will have um, the answer for everyone about how many times Marshall and Lily kiss. Throughout the entire, was it nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother? Yep. Yep. I will. I will have that answer. I'm on vacation this week. Um, Three to five. I will have that answer. I'm really All excited. Right. Thanks, everybody. Is listening and watching, whatever which ways. I appreciate it. Thanks. Bye.